Hey, Nelson. <laughs> hey, Tim. <laughs> Man, I don't know how you can get through these things without laughing every time. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> Do you know what episode it is? Um, no. Which episode is it, Tim? <laughs> <laughs> I, you sound like you know. It's our 69th episode. <laughs> so in honor of our 69th what's episode. The, what's the significance of this number? <laughs> the significance of this number is one of uh, uh, my favorite movies growing up. Yeah. Which is Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Oh. You know, and, and also we, we, we briefly worked together. Yeah, and down the street from the Circle K that have recently got torn down. I know. So, yes, uh, um, sixty nine giggity episodes. <laughs> that's right, sixty nine episodes. <laughs> it, it, interestingly enough, I, I I went down the YouTube rabbit hole, uh-huh. and and I ran into some footage of their uh, Alex Winter and Keanu Reeves audition for okay. Bill and Ted. Yeah. But the caveat was Keanu Reeves was Bill and Alex Winter oh. was Ted. It's funny. How can you tell them apart, though, other than one says Ted Theodore? <laughs> it, well, they were they were scenes that were actually significant where, you know, the um, where Missy comes into his bedroom and says, hey, why don't you guys take a break? Or, you know, where they were calling each other by their names and stuff. And so. I didn't realize it at first. And then I was like, ah, that's kind of weird. I thought it was the other way around. And then I I caught on, but Alex winter, man, scrawny, scrawny dude. They must've paid for him to bulk up a little bit before shooting. But, um, yeah, he was a tiny little dude. Yeah. But, um, yeah. So in honor of our 69th episode, excellent. Yeah. Excellent. All right. (laughs) Bill. Bill calls himself, was it Bill? Bill, Bill S. Preston Esquire. Bill S. Preston Esquire. And yeah, Theodore and Logan. Ted Theodore Logan. I'd like to see that law degree on uh, Bill. <laughs> you know, it was funny. I was like, I was like 30 when I found out that what Esquire meant. Oh, outside, hilarious. Outside of, um, outside of, uh, it was like when I decided to take the L side. <laughs> And, oh, that's funny. And, you know, consider law school. And they're like, yeah. you get to put Esquire on your name. I'm like, what? Like, <laughs> Bill S. Preston. <laughs> I, I did decided not. I decided to engage in shenanigans and not oh, go to man. law school. You know, so. it, you know, it reminds me of the when the Oscars had their had their 69th annual Oscars. Uh-huh. They kept like making veiled jokes at it and like saying like the 70 minus one Oscars. The 70 minus one Oscars. Oh my gosh. Yes. That's hilarious. I'll have to look up some of that. Um, some of those YouTube yeah. videos because there's nothing they made, I love. They more. made a number. Yeah. They made a number of veiled jokes about it. Cause that's, you know. they should have brought out the bill and Ted. That would have been excellent. I know. I know. Most excellent. <laughs> so, but, right. um, cue that let's epic music, man. This is the final take. I'm Nelson, and with me is Tim. The only thing we love more than movies and TV is talking about them. So if you love what you hear, like it, rate it, and share it. Nice. It took us uh, only about 65 episodes to um, kind of tailor that one down. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good time. Hey, I just remembered something. What's that? We were going to do a a wrap-up on Succession. Oh, (laughs) Hey, really quick. It ended yeah, like it started. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Everyone dies. It ended like it started. Yeah. You know? You know, it was like the least likely person that you expect to wear the crown at the end gets it. Yeah, I But know. he was the biggest snake out, out of them all. That's right. Like, he, he it just totally sat, sat makes in the grass. sense. Yeah. yeah. Totally makes sense in the end that the one who was maneuvering the hardest yeah. The entire series was the one to succeed Logan. That's right. And hey, hey, really quick. So 
instead of doing a whole episode because now so much time has passed. What was your favorite favorite scene in the last uh, the last season? Oh man, I I I won't say so much like favorite, uh-huh. but cr- cringiest was the very final boardroom scene where like all of the ch- all of the children fully evolve into like their most basic toxic selves yeah where they basically morph into like children again yeah and where where um oh what's his name uh man i've jettisoned all of their names from my head logan uh royal uh wait not yeah <laughs> kieran culkin <laughs> roman <laughs> um what's her name uh yep yep you do the same thing too i know <laughs> it's been a while so i, I know and you, i know i know kendall I, Kendall, Ken- Kendall. So Ken- and then Kendall's Shiv. making his pitch. Kendall's making his pitch to the to to the um to the board, thinking mm-hmm. that he's got the votes to take right. over, and he's like so full of himself <laughs> and strutting, just like the first episode. Yeah, and Shiv can't stand it. And being the deciding vote, like, in the room, decides, nope, this ain't happening. And then they do, like, a sidebar and a side room, and they totally just full meltdown, full on, they all become their adolescent selves. Yeah. Um, It was so cringy to watch, and it was so perfect, and it was, like, the most perfect tragedy because there was no way there was going to be a happy ending for any of them. Yeah. I, I do have to say um, it's a three-way tie for me. Well, first of all, well, actually, no, I say two-way tie. I did enjoy Shiv actually having to take a back seat to Tom in the end. But yes. also um, Tom basically just putting his cards on the table was, was like one of the best scenes in the entire – entire season but the one i probably liked the most though was when greg whips out his translate app and mm-hmm. figures out what matson's doing and tips yeah. tom off <laughs> yeah. just something subtle like that you know it was kind of funny it was, it was really great so uh, but, I, i'm but surprised again, a lot came again the two characters that had to that had to maneuver the most right yeah. because obviously like Kendall and Roman and Shiv were taking the biggest swings and taking the biggest chances. Yeah. But it was Greg and Tom, the two outsiders, basically. That's right. That had to do the most kind of twisting themselves into pretzels and, you know, making all kinds of crazy side moves and stuff just to survive. Yeah. That ended up basically on top. Yeah. Well, you know, they're just they the the kids were in a bubble and they they really couldn't see outside of themselves. They couldn't see past their own noses, their own egos. And so it was it was well done. I mean, the thing is, is that when you look at the storylines, when you look at the arcs, not that great. It's the relationships between everybody in the show is really what made that show good. No, you're not supposed to root for anybody. Because no. they're all garbage people. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> they're all like the worst. Yeah. And there's there's not a redeeming character. Like Greg might be the closest. Yeah. And yet they do everything they can to make him just disgusting in the final season. <laughs> I know. He he t- totally devolves in the last season. So yeah. But anyway, I mean, I, I'll say kudos. I, I, that's that's a that's a show that I probably may muster up the courage to watch one more time, but I yeah. don't know. Yeah, so I, I don't know if they're gonna do any spinoffs or if they're gonna keep it rolling. I don't think they need to. Um, 
But I could use more shows like Secession. Yeah, I definitely think so. I could so. use more. I mean, yeah. if you wanted to give me a show about Greg, I might watch it. Yeah, that Greg would be the only person. Well, you know, no, nah, I think or Greg Roman, would probably be I, the I would watch a show about Roman. Yeah, Roman's character or Greg's character because they're at least the most likable, um, you know, and flawed enough to carry a show. So, Like Roman was about – was like turned into an actually like a good businessman towards yeah. the end. And, you know, he just melt full on just melted down because of, yeah. you know, decades of abuse and neglect yeah. by his dad. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, is that the three of them were so far removed from any kind of quality. I mean, even at a certain point, maybe Kendall could have run the company, but there's no qualifications that the other two had that would put them in the running to be a CEO of a major media corporation. Sure. But, um, you know, Kendall, I know he was like interim at the beginning, so he could probably carry it out, but he just didn't have the panache that Logan did, you know, that extra special something. So, yeah, but all right, well, Hey, let's get this episode started. Yeah. Um, we got something here. we've, We've bantered enough. We bantered enough <laughs> bantered on topic too. still. Um, yeah. Okay. So this is what we'll call a potpourri episode. Potpourri. And because we weren't exactly on target this last week. However, we will bring ourselves to this episode with two things that we've watched. We don't know what each other's has watched. But yeah. then also a third Correct. one is that we're going to wrap up a show that we that yes. we did watch. So, yeah, I absolutely as much as we like script some things in this and this, I have no idea what you're going to what you're going to throw at me. Yeah. Yeah. I've okay. had a have had the blindfold on this entire time. You've had the blindfold on <laughs> in your house. You cannot see. What's we we're not using cameras. <laughs> yeah. We're not using webcams. Yep. All right. How you go first. Okay. I'm going to say this. And we're going to start blogging on our website, thefinaltakepod.com. Um and I'll, I'll probably go into a little bit more detail on this, but um I I I call this one late to the game. Okay. I did slam down squid game oh wow yeah i know it's like two years later but um but you know i i i watched it and wow what an incredible um just an incredible uh show yeah i I still haven't seen it oh you still haven't seen it (laughs) no (laughs) oh my gosh um it is i don't know it is a master class in humanity yeah um, at it, you know, at humanity at its worst. Okay. Um, it keeps you going and, um, it is absolutely, um, it just like cliffhanger endings. It's just like incredible to just experience. It's an experience. Yeah. It's not, it's not I, a, a, a show you watch. It just show you really experience yeah. and it, I'm, all the, all the, the, moments that are you think are kind of um shocking it's those aren't the things that are shocking when you think about it there's some there's some yeah. holes in the in the plot but yeah but ultimately I, it was I a fantastic mean, show by all accounts it should be a show that i love because it's like part running man part saw part hunger games i'm gonna have to jump in on running man there yeah I don't acknowledge the running man because I read the book. (laughs) They need to make a proper running man film. (laughs) There is no play area. You're just released to the world and everybody's out to get you, but it is on a par because yeah. Did you read the book? No, I've only watched, I've only watched the tour de force. That was, that was the running man starring Arnold Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) Other than the fact that his name was the main character's name, everything (laughs) else was, everything else was completely the just off. But, um, 
And yeah, it's like part it's like part the running man, the movie, uh-huh. part saw, right? Kind of, yeah, in a way. Yeah. Um yeah, it, and it's it's you know, not really as gory, but the yeah. thing is it's it's humanity. You know, you know the reason why I haven't seen it yet? Why is that? I just didn't feel like you watch you been watching everything. I just didn't feel like reading subtitles. And I didn't want to listen think it's to a bad, bad dub. And I just didn't want to listen to a bad dub. Yeah, no, I don't. I'll get I don't to do it. I'll, I'll get to it. it. I mean, okay. you're three years late to the party, so I two. You know, two. Sorry. Yeah, I'm two years late. Yeah. So, yeah. No, it was good. It was okay. Good, it's a good watch. Um, yeah, it's definitely a watch. Um, the mm-hmm. last episode was a little slow, but um, a little contrived. Really? But the um, runtime, runtime, and pacing. Actually, second to last episode, I was shocked. It was only like 30 minutes. And yeah. I was like, the, the pacing on it's really great. And I couldn't get wait to get to the next episode. Interesting. So, yeah. Yeah. So Good times. they ended I've, it like right at the right spot. Yeah. I, I for, heard I heard they're doing a sequel, right? Uh, they're trying. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I know they want to try to kind of open it up a little bit. But, um, you know, the, it was made without a sequel in mind. So, yeah. um, but they those are always the best. Hit. Those are always the best shows, though. Yeah, where it's like gonna be a one shot, one season. We're gonna a one leave shot everything like the that Matrix. We've got. Mm-hmm. Everything we've got on the table. Yeah, and if we get renewed, they want to bring us back for an additional season. Yeah, we'll come up with new stories. I, I yeah concur. Uh, definitely a good one. All right, you throw one out. Okay. So, this is one where I totally dropped the ball on the first season. Uh-huh. And then the second season was coming out. And I finally got on board. And, and I was like, how could this have slipped through the cracks? So, this is on Netflix. The Lincoln Lawyer. The TV show not the movie starring Matthew McConaughey. That's not all right, all right, all right. Yeah, so the TV show The Lincoln Lawyer, um, I caught wind of it because I was scrolling through Netflix looking for some, and I saw their upcoming, and it was, and they, they were getting ready to release part two of season two, which just dropped, okay. I think, last week. I keep seeing the um, ads. Yeah, so... The entirety of the first of, of seasons one and two can be streamed on Netflix. No. Um, unlike Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> this Lincoln lawyer. He's got a shirt. Are, are you telling me he's got a shirt on? He's got a shirt on. Oh. He is he uh, he he is a Latino man. The a Latino version of the Lincoln lawyer. Uh-huh. Is his hero he's, someone? In, is his hero himself in ten years? <laughs> it's very good. It's is he chasing so himself? good. It's yes. like, what's that? I was like, is he chasing himself in ten years? No. <laughs> um. So, what makes it good? So, it's it's kind of like. So the lawyer part of it, it's by the numbers, l- legal procedural show. Yeah. Right? Not really treading any new ground from anything else that any other courtroom drama you've seen before. Uh, yeah. Except, except they dive in a little more into the strategy. Right? Okay. And, and, they, and they go a little more into explaining like why he asks certain questions or why he brings – certain witnesses to the stand or, you know, the angles that he takes to, um, to counter an argument that's made by the prosecutors. Right. So they go a little more into the strategy of being, uh, of, of being a trial lawyer, which is, which is cool. It's, it's not like, you know, anything else that you've seen where they just kind of blindly like make objections and, you know, they, they, they call, witnesses for shock value like it's like <gasps> on this on yeah, the tv right. shows you know more like realistic gasp. yeah so so that's good yeah but the best part of it is is the 
is the relationships among the different characters, right? Yeah. So, so, so this version, and I don't know how close. So it's based on a series of books by Michael Connolly. Sure. And so I don't know how close it is to the source material versus the Matthew McConaughey version. Uh-huh. Um, but he has a driver. He hires a driver. Um, it's the character's name is Izzy Letts. And she's like a recovering addict. He's a recovering addict, right? Um, so he hires her to drive him around. He's like his ex-wife runs, is his office manager. And then his first ex-wife is <laughs> is a prosecutor, um and you know you know like and then his and then his uh his uh his 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 private investigator is engaged to his second ex-wife so it's like all of these it should be like really weird toxic awkward relationships actually make the show okay that's kind of cool yeah yeah so it's it is great i enjoyed it so knowing that the part two of season two is getting ready to drop yeah i I basically binged season one which was 10 episodes i think 10 episodes and then part one of of season two in like two sittings three sittings okay how's the pacing incredible okay perfect pacing Hmm. (laughs) oh okay all right yeah you Um, know Maybe I'll like watch the it. Hallmark of, the hallmark for any show for me that like where I've very I've fully enjoyed it. Yeah. Is that you don't know it keeps you guessing. Like you have no idea what direction it's gonna go in. And yeah. you know, the direction that you think it's gonna go in, it, they totally, you know, zig from there. Yeah. Or they zag. Yeah, my know? mine is mine is essentially no no wasted time. You know, because sure. that takes it takes me out of it. Yeah, um, no, they they do a great yeah. job of um, you know when they introduce a new character, you know, recalling back to them, um, you know, when um, they they waste very little time introducing like the the next kind of big case that he's going to work yeah. on, right? Um, they do they do a really good job, I think. Um, the, the, the courtroom, I would say, yeah, it's right up there with, with, you know, my, would you say like Matt, any of your favorite, (laughs) (laughs) Matt, yeah, except it's a (laughs) retirement home instead of a a car. No, it, it's a very good legal drama. Okay. All right. You should All definitely right. watch it. I'll, I'll um, take, the show okay. stars uh, Manuel Garcia uh, Rulfo. Okay. You've seen him in Never a lot of different things. He's really okay. good. In, he's really good in it. But, okay. Uh, what All was right. I going to say? It's definitely watch. Okay. If you haven't watched it yet. You go watch it. it. Hey, you know, thinking about this, thinking about, you know, talking about McConaughey, you know what our rating system should have been? Huh. How many all, How many all rights? All rights, yeah. Yeah. What yeah, would you say? Yeah. Was it just one all right or two all rights? No, no. Or is it, was it all a, right, all right, all right? Yeah, it was three all rights for sure. Okay, sounds good. <laughs> all right. Hey, okay. So let me jump in with my second. Okay. Jury duty on Amazon Prime. Oh, that's so funny. Did you watch Jury? it? No. I, so I had I hadn't even heard about it. I hadn't heard about until, it, it was, until Comic Con because okay. it was everywhere at comic-con that's what like every so like because because of the actor strike i think i i think like i don't know if they canceled their panel or if they still went i think they had they threw a real a huge party for it oh really Um, they probably still had a lot of stuff planned that they had to i think they they had a pretty big presence for it at at comic-con okay yeah so the premise of this is that this is uh, uh, people are coming in to do a documentary on being a juror. They get called for yeah. jury duty and they, yeah. and, and it's just a civil trial, um, a minor civil trial, the judge's last case. And, um, and uh, 
everyone is an actor except for one guy. Yeah. And, and his, I think his name's Ronald. Okay. And the mm-hmm. funny thing about it is that his, his James Marsden as himself gets mm-hmm. called for jury, jury duty. And he is totally buffoonish. Right. Yeah. And so, so it comes in to the thing where, where, you know, he gets called in the, into the jury room. We've all, you know, for those of us who had jury duty, um, he basically is a, um, they, they kind of corner him to kind of get him into a specific seat. Yeah. And James Marsden's kind of like that. He's that actor that he, you know, he's playing the actor that wants to be recognized, mm-hmm. but also doesn't want to be in jury duty and stuff like that. Right. And so, um, and you know, he's like, Oh man, I didn't, I, yeah, you were an X-Men. That's right. Um, you know, and he just, the, he didn't really know a hundred percent who James Morrison was and he had right. to like jog his memory and stuff like that. Oh, funny. So they go through, it's eight episodes. It's around a half an hour. Um, uh, but, and, and then of course the, the final, the, after deliberation and, the, and they do the deliberations, they kind of do the reveal. And the final episode is all of the, the meticulous planning that went into this and how they had to sneak because they end up sequestering the jury. So for those who yeah. don't know what that is, is like you're, when you're sequestered as a jury, they, you have to basically go home, pack a bag. They put you up in a hotel and you're oh, out of, you know, you have to hand over your phones. Mm-hmm. You don't have any access to the outside world um, until the trial is over with. That's why you see a lot of like high profile cases like this where sequestered juries, you know, jurors end up with a book deal at the end of this. Right. Right. So, um, cause it's usually high profile cases, sure. but, um, the premise is, is that James Mars- Marsden wants to get out of jury duty and he hires fake paparazzi to take pictures at him of him while he's in, uh, being, you know, being selected for jury duty, trying to get, and so the judge sequesters the jury. Mm-hmm. And so, um, so they're, they're going through, you know, all their little trials and tribulations about when they're in the jurors room, when they're at the hotel, they get to go to, um, uh, Margaritaville, I think. And, you know, and, and, and have all kinds of funny, all these little funny things happen. But the last episode is when they, when they go through, like how like they, they were worried it was actually going to be blown. He well, wasn't going to get the it. The whole send up is that like, there's only, the, there's only one, like the one juror who's not an actor. Yes. And they're basically so, like pranking him. Right. And yeah. And it was, it was, it was really great. I would say it was a little too long. Yeah, um, they 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 kind of took some of these scenarios and they ran with them a little bit to to pass their point where they were they were funny, but for yeah. the most part, you're just hanging on, waiting for the reveal. Cause yeah. But I would say maybe two episodes too long because you're like, you're kind of at the point where it's like, okay, they, and they could have done some you know because it was released on streaming, they could have done some extended episodes or something like that or or. You right. know, there was one that was a uh, long way down with uh, Ewan McGregor um, doing his trip around the world. They had a, uh, like a seven episode one and then they did an extended one with 10 episodes. Gotcha. So um, they so could have done something. Down yeah, they could have done something like that because there was a lot of material, but they kind of ran past their funny point to where it was like, okay, I get it. Let's move on. Um, but uh, and they also tried to kind of create a little bit of a story arc within the you know, you know, little, little tiny arcs within, within their telling of this. And it was like 16 days that they were sequestered or something like that. Yeah. But hilarious. It was good. I would, I would recommend watching it just, just, um, you know, to kind of get the gist of it. Probably when you get to about episode, um, maybe about six and part of seven, where they're deliberating, you could probably fast forward through it a little bit, but then, 
um, when they do the reveal and then you watch the last episode where they go through everything. Um, yeah, totally fascinating. Incredible. Um, nice. Yeah. So I don't want to give anything away of what they did and how they, how yeah, the yeah, mechanics yeah. of it worked, but yeah. it, it was, it was definitely, definitely worth a watch. All right. Yeah. Awesome. All right. So I'm going to let you choose my next one. So this is like a choose your own adventure. I'm not oh, going to give you that title. Gonna, are you going to hold me hold up one card no. <laughs> in one yeah. hand and not another card in another right. hand? I'm going to two, I'm gonna give you two cards. One is one is going to say the show that I'm going to review. The other is going to say like a romantic date at a nice restaurant. And then you're going to have to right. choose between the two. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to choose the one that's not the romantic date yes. at a restaurant. Yeah. Okay. So yeah. without giving too much away. Okay. One show is a is a definite watch. The other okay. one is a definite skip. Which would you rather I talk about the watch? I want to hear the skip. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> you don't even have. I didn't even hesitate, dude. I didn't even hesitate. Once you said skip, I'm like, I want to hear it. Okay. You so love too me, much. I know I do. So so let Big me just start this. Let me start this with when I heard that this was a show. Uh huh. I wanted it to be good so bad, and when uh. I heard the cast, I was like, "There, I'm gonna love this show." Go I ahead and start dropping to... hints. I want to guess it. Okay, there's driving involved. Oh, I know what it is. It's, it's that a post-apocalyptic. Uh, um... That movie. one with Anthony Mackie. <laughs> yeah. Metal something red shredded. Uh, what's it called? Twisted metal. Twisted metal. Twisted metal. Based on based I had no on desire to watch this. The PlayStation game Twisted oh, that was Metal. Game? That we may yes. Yes. Hmm. So add it to the trash heap that is the pile of you know, video game adaptations. Like <laughs> You know, we were on such a good ride, but much like everything, much like life, mm-hmm. all good things must come to an end, right? Like yeah. we had we had Mario Brothers and we had The Last of Us. It's and, a me. And we thought that we were on, we had the SNL parody of Mario. That's right. We thought we, thought we were on this like this this new frontier of video game adaptations, and then here's Twisted Metal from Peacock. <laughs> uh. So this is funny because this show actually is both of the shows that I brought up have Nev Campbell in the in the cast, and uh. the quality of the shows cannot be further from each other. <laughs> I won't watch another Scream. I, I like Nev Campbell to death, so, but so she so so in Lincoln Lawyer she plays ex wife number one. Oh, she's in that. Yes. Oh, okay. And then and then in in Twisted Metal in she Twisted plays. Metal. Yeah, she plays like the CEO of New San Francisco. <sighs> New San Francisco. Okay. So, let me start with. Oh my gosh! It's I got played s- Twisted it's got Metal. S- Stephanie Beatrice. It's starring yeah. Anthony Mackie. Yes. It's starring Stephanie Beatrice, who's hanging up her Disney hat and putting on the, you know, badass, you know, shooting guns in an action. She was in you know, Brooklyn thing. Nine-Nine. I know, I know she was she, like, uh, where she, where she, she was in Encanto. Like a tough, yeah, where she played like a tough character. And then she was on Encanto and then was in Maya yeah. and the Three. Doors, she, she did a bunch of like, floors. yeah, kid stuff. Yes. Yeah. Um, it, you know, Will oh Arnett. Oh my gosh, Will Arnett's in it? Wow. Is in it. Um, I, you know, again. I love his podcast, but. By all oh, accounts. Thomas Hayden Church? Yes. Yes. Is this when a movie or a show? This, it's a TV show. When you look oh at the cast. God. So like it it has IP because it's ah, Jason like a beloved, is in it. It's a beloved ah, game. So it's starring funny. a lot of great comedic actors as so a fantastic many cast. It's post apocalyptic driving comedy action comedy. 
and it should be good and yet like the jokes are so ham-fisted they're so forced uh, like anthony 10 Mackie, episodes too ah oh, you can tell bummer. like where he's like i'm i'm just collecting this paycheck you know what i mean he like, doesn't have to like there's no like like it almost feels like his heart's not in it, but he's trying really hard to play a version of himself. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Stephanie Beatriz, again, like like she's not quite in it. Yeah. Um and like the jokes are just real tough to sit through. That's hard, especially with her coming from Brooklyn nine nine to this. It's you supposed know? to be a comedy. And Nev Campbell think, was in this too. Oh, I think yeah, I might have chuckled. I think I might have chuckled, maybe once. Oh my gosh, that's terrible. It's a tough watch. It's a tough watch, and i I wanted to wa- I wanted to love this show, and unfortunately, I watched it. So, well, fortunately you for watched, you, for our you watched all ten I, episodes of this. Um, as I recall, yes, but I can't remember anything past the second episode <laughs> i think i just had it i think i think it just got to a point i was like three or four episodes in uh-huh. where i was gonna drop it but i was just like i owe it i owe it to our tens of listeners to just see this through and so i think i just had it on in the background yeah um yeah it's a skit man Okay, wow. Twisted Metal. Let's check out let's check out where it where it is uh on the um on the Rotten Tomatoes. I, w- I wonder if it even got reviewed. Oh, it's people liked it. 68% yeah, I, I think for nostalgia by reviewers and then audience score is 94%. Interesting. Look, I, I I don't know. Maybe you're a little maybe more highbrow. Finds its footing, and I never gave it a I chance. <laughs> maybe I'll have to go back, but like, let, oh man, let me that tell would you, be a waste of time. The first three episodes are really rough, so if it like eventually yeah. finds its footing, like you've got to slog through a really brutal three episodes. Okay, so I I obviously have openly admitted that I've not watched breaking bad and, but I've heard the same thing from every single person where they have said to me, the first few episodes are a tough watch are a little tough to get through in comparison to the first few episodes of breaking bad versus the first few episodes of this. How, how tough the the first three episodes of breaking bad are tough because they're so cringy. Right, oh, because okay. of everything that he's kind of going through, it makes you feel uncomfortable. Oh, okay. Right. I, I, I mean, that's ever, my interpretation of it. Nobody ever explained it to me that way because it was more explained like it's a tough watch. Whether it like you, that can be that can mean anything. It's like yeah. uh, it's a no, tough it's watch a to fan- me is like a slow show. It's a fantastic show. Yeah. I, it it is a bit a little bit of a slow burn, um, but a lot of it's because it's very cringy. Before yeah. he really starts taking off. Right. Th- this show, you know, again, maybe they find their footing. Right. But the first three episodes are really tough to get through because, okay. like, the jokes feel very forced. Yeah. The pacing's terrible. Is it like, um, are the jokes like, I-, I-, I can only imagine that the jokes are like those terrible jokes and like, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies like Commando and stuff like, and, and Running Man. Yes, and stuff. very yeah. much that. They're just little so, little uh, one liners. So you know there there is a there <laughs> there's a slice of our demographic mm-hmm. that grew up with those movies that enjoys yeah. those jokes. That would watch this and be like, "Oh my, oh man, this is speaking to me." I played Twisted Metal. I love this humor. <laughs> oh, okay, that's funny. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. All right. Well, that is a straight skip. It is to all the uh, tens of listeners out there. Um, okay. Well, hey, that sounds great. Oh, really quick on jury duty. The reason why I started watching it yeah. is because I've been listening to the Smartless podcast. Oh, nice. Um, oh, oh, and I did watch the Smartless series. I I should say that, uh, I, but I'm not going to do a review on a podcast show. Yeah. on our podcast show. Um, yeah. but you want to uh, know what my you want to know what my what my uh, watch what my watch series was? Uh yeah. The Bear. Oh, I do want to watch that. Bear season 2. Okay. Bear season 2 I didn't watch season 1. Okay. Oh man, it's so I good. I heard so many good things, but but the reason why I started watching Jury Duty is because I listened to the Jennifer Garner episode and she was talking about like they asked her what she's been watching. And she's oh, been gotcha. spending some time at home and stuff. And, and she says, I watched that jury duty, that poor guy. I hope he's not scarred. <laughs> oh, funny. So yeah, that was the whole reason why I started watching it. So, and then it just got, popped up on the front scene on the first, uh, you know, one of the rotating, uh, shows. And so yeah, I was like, yeah, Oh, yeah. let's watch this. So, yeah. um, so anyway, let's get, let's to get into the topic. next one. Yeah, yeah, let's get into our topic. Go ahead. Oh, this is me. So Yeah, it's you. Prime Video concludes the fourth season of the acclaimed spy series, Jack Ryan. As Jack ascends to the role of deputy director of the CIA, he finds himself between the corruption of the agency's prior leadership and an organized crime ring. Hey, I didn't, I didn't even copy that. I just, I just, I just made you that just, myself. Just I just did it. Up. I made my own synopsis. But hey, Jack Ryan brings back John Krasinski in the title role. Wendell Pierce, Abby Cornish, Betty Gabriel, and newcomer Michael Pena as Domingo Sanchez. Uh, you forgot one name as a series regular. Wait, who was the series regular? Well, I don't know if he's series regular, but I mean, I feel like he 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 should be mentioned. Who's that? Mike November himself. Michael yeah, Kelly. Michael Kelly, dude. Did you list Michael Kelly? Oh, no, I didn't. I deleted didn't. his name. That's right. Man. I like Michael Kelly, too. He's like the everyman. I, I, I said it before, and I'll say yeah. it again. We need the Mike November show. If they do a Mike November show, I am so in on that. Is, is would, he a new character to the ryan verse he's not in the books right i don't remember him being in the books. i don't recall him in the books so um yeah i i I think there should be you know what there should be a transition what i would do is a transition from a season of when he leaves the agency and becomes an arms dealer and then it ends you know all the action ends and then of course it finally, there's like a, a scene that that's the one where he gets in touch with John Krasinski from season three. Yeah. You know? But, um, uh, uh, and then of course something after season four would be the next season. So I should be a showrunner, man. I should be a showrunner. I, I know. Should. No, I mean, we're getting so I've, I've heard, I've heard that there's going to be a spinoff for <sighs> Domingo Chavez. Which yeah, I'm we, we kind of briefly talked about this um, when we Pena did a little catch up. Reprising his role as Domingo Chavez. Yeah, I, I'm all in on that. Yeah, I kind of want. I, I hope Mike November appears on that show. If he doesn't, I need a Mike November show. Well, well, they they um, so the character of Domingo Sanchez is uh, a Rainbow Six character. Yes. He's also associated with John Clark, who was already established as um, uh, Michael B. Jordan in, uh, what was that? Without Remorse? Yes, Without so, Remorse. So they seem to own the rights to all the Ryan verse Tom Clancy, I think. It seems like it. So or it's it's Paramount. Licensing. Yeah, it's, it's Paramount. Oh, and okay. So, so they're basically well, just um, so Par- distributing. So, I don't know. So Paramount has 
the theatrical rights. And I think they, I think they sold it. Oh, I think they, they sold, must have done a COVID. So sell it well, to. Well, uh, they sold they they sold the they sold the the distribution rights to Prime Video at the height of the pandemic. Right to release Not it. Remorse was supposed to be a was supposed to be a big theatrical release, and then you okay. know, the pandemic hit. So then they sold it to uh, Prime Video because they didn't have Paramount Plus. They didn't have their own streaming platform at right. the time. And then I think. They also produce Jack the, the Jack Ryan series, so Paramount Television like co-production. Yeah, co-production with Prime Video. Okay, that's cool. Um, well, I mean, they've already lit the flame, you know. So why not expand it into something sure. big? Because clearly, we sure. love the the series. They talk. Yeah. They a lot of people mention that this is the final series, the final the well, final season. So, but they're also very, very ambiguous about that fact as well. Yes. Yeah, so I've so so we've 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 previously spoken about the show, mm-hmm. right? It's it's certainly a watch for both of us. Yeah. Right. So I feel like the conversation for the rest of this episode is like, you know, what the future is for the show. Maybe okay. touching on some of the stuff that we like, right? We need to tag so- Paramount in this so that way. <laughs> They'll hire us, and we can be we can be their Kevin Feige. So from so from everything that I've I've read, is they've been calling it in the last season because John Krasinski signed on for four seasons. Like his original contract, oh. when they okay. first approached him, was <laughs> we can't have Jack Ryan seasons. without Jack Ryan, right? Yeah, and so like, I, there's been nothing about like renewing his contract you can't do Jack Ryan without the person that you've established as Jack Ryan. Right? Sure. But if Paramount owns the rights, ultimately owns the rights to him, like nowhere has John Krasinski said, I'm, I will never play Jack Ryan again. I'm going to hang it up. Like, right. You know, you know, like, like, like Dave Batista saying that he'll never, he'll never do Drax again. Sure. Right. Because he's not going to do five hours of makeup every single day for a shoot like that. Right. Where he said, I, I won't like, he said he won't play superheroes anymore. Like he turned down Bane. Right? Oh yeah. Well, that's also because he's getting older. I know. I know. But like, those are definitive statements from an actor saying like this studio wants to, they're offering me these parts and they're throwing money at me. And I'm definitively saying no. John sure. Krasinski in, in all interviews has not said, no, he will never play Jack Ryan again. Yeah, and the I think that's also about, why they what they they kind of squeeze these two seasons together because they all yeah they were they, they filmed back, back to back. back. You're right. So and it, and it probably it possibly could be for him. Like I, I there's no more stories I want to tell with him where no. he's the sole like main it's character. Like, like this dude, this character becomes president of the United no, States. I know, I know, but it becomes an entirely no different way. show. It becomes an entirely different show. It's not, it's not can, an action well, thriller anymore. But they, yeah, I know. But still, at the same, it becomes it's the a West politi- Wing. Yeah, it becomes a political wing. drama. But you know, yeah. there's all, there's still a lot of stuff with that. Where no, it, I know, I know, he's got so, his fingers so, in that. So, like, centering a television show around this character, I think it makes more sense to like. He continues to play the character, but he's sprinkled in alongside, like, you know, with with the rumored Rainbow sure. Six movie that has a director, like the mm-hmm. what's his name, the director from John Wick. Um, he's he was attached earlier this year as the director for for Rainbow Six. Oh, and, does that mean we're gonna and, have people like falling downstairs for like a half an hour? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> You're going to have some awesome action if that's what uh, you're saying. Incredible okay. action sequences if that's what you're saying. Yes. Of All course. Right. So, so Rainbow Six is coming. Yeah. I mean, they have a director. Right. Okay. Um, so, barring any long delays from the writers and actors' strike, sooner rather than later, it sounds like you're going to get Rainbow Six. Yeah. And oh, it's in pre production. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, so with so Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, so he was it. So they got okay. their director like in April. Yeah. So, so I've also I've also seen stories that John Krasinski 
is in talks to reprise his role as Jack Ryan, but as president. So like, you know, they this- shouldn't. Uh, I don't agree with that. I mean, that's cool if they do, but the thing is, is that maybe they should bring him in or something like that. But they're skipping a whole, a whole bunch of stuff if they immediately the go for in the books. Yeah. Rainbow Six is created by Jack Ryan when he's president. I yeah, that's true. Um, but I, now, I mean, like, now, there's so now, much stuff they can do now. Well, and it's because it's because they did so much of they did so much of the books where he and Clark interacted as CIA agent and CIA yeah. operative, right? Like, yeah. Clear and Present Danger right. was a huge book for their working relationship. Right. That's but true. They basically did that in season two with another actor that they said was, they called him Clark, but they never called him John Clark. And he was never really a major character. Right. You know what That's I mean? True. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like there's another actor that is Clark, but he isn't Clark. Yeah. So, so ah, like they missed, missed opportunity, man. I think oh, so. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Sure. They, they, they missed a lot of opportunity to have, to have Jack Ryan and John Clark working together. But yeah. in this show, they made, they made, they made Jack Ryan more of a field operative. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I mean? Yeah. So like he was more action hero than he was. Right. Analyst. Because mm-hmm. he was more analyst and more political um, operative. Yeah, that's right. Because he was he was the I, I, what I thought was the exciting thing about Jack Ryan is that he was always pulling the strings, you know. Yeah, with this character but instead is. Of es- but that's the thing. Instead of an espionage, like spycraft show, right. we got a action spy thriller yeah as a that, i mean that's true and and they had him doing that stuff but when you look back at like harrison fords and 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 even alec baldwin um which took me a while to, to like warm up to alec baldwin by the way but it, I never it was it, yeah i mean I, I i liked him in his own right but at the same time harrison ford clearly was the more dominant jack ryan yeah um they he was more he was closer to the books yes um and he was just like, uh, um, they told the story exactly how the narrative went in the books where he was, it was a lot of office back and forth. Yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was a lot of like, um, you know, pitting people against each other in the agency. And they kind of touched on it in this last, this last, well, Season three. The, it was the yeah season yeah season three, but also season four. But it was the prior, like prior leadership in the agency. Yeah, and um, you there's know, a little inst- bit of rooting out them all, but yeah, and so, but not not a whole lot of that stuff. But that's the thing yeah. where they need a you know people are taking sides, you know, um, you know those kinds of things where you have a little bit more, um, like my spy team versus your spy team and stuff yeah. like that. You know, um, so it, you know, it's, that's where it gets more exciting and you can have, if you can have a political thriller, you can have this kind of a thriller from this end of things. I mean, you look at, um, look at, uh, films like breach, which is about, uh, Robert Hansen, who is the, uh, the biggest trader, um, trader to in American history, Uh sold secrets Uh to the Russians. Um, it was played by Chris Cooper and, and it was with Ryan Phillippe and Lauren Linney. Um, you know, you, you can have the, the excitement of near misses and, mm-hmm. you know, the little games that they play. Yeah. Like a, like um, a spy craft. Yeah. Like a spy craft, spy versus spy. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. But, but they got to hop to it. But yeah. So, I mean, if they're going to move forward with a Domingo Chavez yeah. show, there's nothing, <clears throat> there's nothing that's saying that John Krasinski won't be in it as Jack Ryan. 
That's true. And and they could play it off as his working relationship as as agent and then Ding Chavez as his operative in the field. Yeah. Right? Um centered around Ding Chavez. You know, um, the, that's and then true. and then and then they could still like when the movie comes out, probably at this point in like three to four years. Sure. Right? Um you know, it would make sense like he's president and he's starting if he's going to reprise his role in that he's restart he he's starting Rainbow Six and bringing Ding Chavez and yeah, John Clark together. That's true. And you don't necessarily have to do linear storytelling. Um sure. you know, because there's always that whole telling stories out of order and you know, you can Wait. I'm sorry. Hold on. It's not flashbacks. Can you, re- can you repeat this oh, again? I, I stand by re- myself. I'm talking episodic. <laughs> okay. So you can, I'm not talking about like one certain thing like Boba Fett, <laughs> which sucked. <laughs> had like two good episodes. Um, the Mandalorian um, episodes. You're going full on lowest common denominator. This no, week. <laughs> no. No, no. <laughs> You're just they, trying to. They used <laughs> they used flashbacks in an <clears throat> ineffective way versus nonlinear storytelling, which is you can have this story which goes from yes. start to finish, which is could be a linear story, but the next yes. film or TV even show, the, even though like it doesn't take place chronologically it, yeah the whole thing doesn't take place kind of kind of like just, the star wars saga i'm just busting your chops yeah thank you i appreciate you kind of like indiana jones where yeah. the second movie actually takes place before the first movie did it yeah i had no idea yeah temple temple takes place before raiders of the lost ark man what was the tells in that i had no idea it takes place like two or three years before. You didn't know that? No, I had no idea. Well, I need tell to tell you. I, I need to go back and watch those because um, I actually uh, wanted to um, uh, show my kid the scene where the dude's pulling the heart out of uh, that one guy. You know, he's just ripping his Kariwa. heart out. Yeah, yeah, where yeah. He ripped his heart out. Yes, I understand. Yeah, just to see if they can get a little uh, scarred from that. But, <laughs> of course they will be <laughs> of course hey kids watch this well, my son will love it but my daughter will be like she'll probably scream so um yeah <laughs> anyway okay so well we've figured out a rough a rough vision yeah, of the clancy verse ryan ryan verse yeah yeah the ryan verse slash clancy verse we'll call it the clancy verse I he's think clearly not going to be in everything else. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah, anyway. yeah. yeah. I'm sticking with that. They need to get on board. Get on <laughs> board with me. We've, we've put together their roadmap for the next five years of these characters. That's right. For, and you know, so then they could, you know, roll out their IP successfully. That's yeah, right. No and this no time, no charge. <laughs> the- <laughs> Anytime. <laughs> this time, no charge. Oh, Next yeah. time, yeah. Going forward, we sign, a, we sign a contract. Yeah, we need we need like a a producing we, credit or something. Your story right. by right story that's credit. Right. I'll hey, take you it. know what? Give me the producer name only, and I'll I'll, I'll be an executive <laughs> producer just just to have my name on the internet movie database. Yeah, there you go. But there's nothing wrong with that. So, all right. Well, watch. Jack Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan on yes. Amazon Prime. All four seasons are streaming now. Yes, go watch it. Watch it several times. Tell That's your right. family about it. So then we can get the Ding Chavez and, and maybe a Mike it. November spinoffs. Yep. And then so John Krasinski will sign on to play Jack Ryan in Rainbow Six. And right. they'll bring all the boys together in Rainbow Six. Give me that. There you go. Give it to us. And and uh, hey, speaking of some spy thrillers, next week we're gonna do the the lioness. We're gonna the watch lioness. the lioness. Yeah, with Zoe Sal- Zoe Saldana 
and Nicole oh, Kidman. Oh, I thought I thought you were talking about the other one with um, Gal Gadot. What's oh, we'll we'll check that one out. That's the more the uh, Red Notice uh, lion version of Lioness. Wait, what's um, that one? The Lioness is it's a show. There's about oh okay four episodes out, and apparently okay. they're talking like legit spy th- spy show. Gotcha. Like really the good. The other stuff. one I'm thinking of is Heart of Stone. Yeah, with yeah with Gal Gadot. Yes, carry on. Yeah, so um, we'll 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 check out the lioness and we'll talk about that next week. Hey, you know what? We're gonna do we're gonna do uh, actually maybe we'll check out both and we'll do an all female all female lead spy show. versus spy show. That's right. Next I next time. It. All right. So that is our take. And if you enjoy the show, please subscribe, like, give us five stars, a glowing review so our podcast can reach more people. Thanks again to Tyler Hobbs of Space Ranger for the original music. Check out Space Ranger exclusively on Spotify and his other project, The Hazels, on all streaming platforms. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. We're all at The Final Take Pod. Email us at thefinaltakepod at gmail.com. Check out all of our episodes on our website and blogs coming soon. So you definitely want to be a subscriber and you can subscribe for free. We're not charging this time. No charge until next time. Smell you later. Smell you later. I'm bringing it back. Bye.